No, no, wait, wait, Sir Alan. I'm the doctor. I'm separate. I'm real. You must acknowledge me. I will not thank you. We are Sir Alan. And I'm the doctor. No. I am the doctor. No. I am the doctor. No. 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 Who am I? Who am I? Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and the Podcast. We're going to classic Doctor Who again, and we're dealing with an episode called Face of Evil. Is it the face of evil or face of evil? The. the face of evil. The face of evil. 1977. I am Ken. Jeff. Annie. And before we go back in time to 1977, because uh, everyone remembers 1977 as the the face of evil episode. Uh, no, sorry. No, um, something a lot bigger that came out. As, yeah. Something a lot bigger. Mm. Uh, before we get into that, uh, a little bit of Doctor Who news. Or, or first off, um, the day we're recording some of these podcasts is National Podcast Day. So international podcast, international day. podcast day, which we didn't plan, but it just so happens that it is. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Also, in Doctor Who news, we're getting closer. We're getting closer to the date to watch these things, and I guess are we getting a little excited? little bit yeah i'd say so yeah a lot more excited than i was for Chibnall, yeah. the other three seasons yeah yeah i don't know russell t davis well you know he's better than okay so anyways at least we have publicity we didn't yes, hardly have a lot of any of that i mean we're getting publicity for a series that doesn't start till next year already well, they, I'm, they, more, I'm more excited to see Shooty Gatwa than I am to see the specials, I have to confess. So I, I I, he's a good actor, and I want to see what he's going to do with the character. Yeah. I don't think I'll be excited for him, his stuff, until we get to Christmas. Once he, David Tennant regenerates into him, and it's he starts at Christmas. That's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. At least now, for me, ha- anyway. Has the... Jeff, has the BBC actually confirmed there's a Christmas special? Because I don't think they have. People have said, but they're not going to say that Christmas is on the 25th until a week or so beforehand. Because that's the well, BBC. I think Russell said there's going to be a Christmas special where the BBC has, has acknowledged his rumor or not. That's to be seen. Well, we so know they, it won't be on New Year's Day because Russell doesn't like the New Year's Day specials. It should be festive with Spinning, killing Christmas trees, and Santa's with exploding gun horns. I can't and stuff. wait. I love, I love Christmas specials. They're so fantastic. Anyways, um, that's because you, you, you're too, you're getting to be grumpy old man. You don't know how to have fun anymore. <laughs> I don't want my ru- Christmas ruined by a bad episode, anyways. But um, it's hey, usually uh, family for me that does that. <laughs> too. So. They announced that they're coming out with a show called Doctor Who Unleashed, and this is going to be like airing after or made available after the Doctor Who episode where they do a behind the scenes stuff. Sort of now, like what they did when they started in 2005. They had that, that show. Who yeah. Potential. Yeah. Now, that brought back a lot of memories. Did you guys watch Doctor Who Confidential when it was on? Sometimes. Some of them. I, I didn't really go out of my way to watch it. 
if I, had if I didn't my like way. the episode, I didn't bother with Doctor Who yeah. Confidential. Well, I had forgotten about Doctor Who Confidential, and I'm like, I was glued to Doctor Who Confidential for the first season or two. And then I thought it got canceled. But when they were, when I was watching some stuff on YouTube, they were showing Doctor Who Confidential from like the Matt Smith era. Oh. And I'm like, wait a minute. How come I didn't stick with it? Either I didn't care about it anymore, or maybe it was harder to get a hold of or something. Or maybe I just forgot I about it. I think it was a DVD box, the Blu ray or DVD box set. Oh, maybe. Uh, extra. I was just going to ask, are th- is this going to be available in America, or is it just going to be available on the BBC? That I don't uh, know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Because it could be just BBC exclusive con- <clears throat> content, in which case it'll be harder for America to see. Well, I mean, Disney Plus, if I'm going to criticize anything, Disney Plus doesn't seem to have a lot of extras when it, when their stuff comes out. They have the they episode. do. But it's not like on the big banner. It's like if you go to the Star Wars stuff, there'd be stuff. And if the Marvel stuff, there's some stuff. But there's not. You're, you're yeah. right. There's there's not a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd be curious to see this. Maybe because I just I was not into the show as much that I stopped watching Doctor Who Confidential. But they're showing clips from Time of Angels. And I'm like, I, I, I don't rem- I must have stopped during yeah, the you just Davis era. Or you just don't remember. Yeah, well, no, I, I didn't watch him. So, <clears throat> anyways, uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, that adds more to there's going to be more Doctor Who content, whether or not that helps the ratings or not. Who knows? But so, anyways, uh, do we want to talk about what we've been watching or yes, or, or doing? Go ahead. I've been watching Blake Seven. Ooh! By the time this comes out. I'll be done, but I'm, right now I'm in the middle of the third season. Okay, that's so on my list to rewatch. I just haven't gotten around it's on, to the exercise. It's so on Britbox. So I know. Yeah, I've got it saved under my favorites. I just haven't had the time to get into it. Since my region free DB player decided it doesn't want to open up anymore, I had to use Britbox, mm. and I have all these British DVDs I can't watch because I need to get another region free. DVD player, but that's yeah. But no, it's like uh, they should have just named it the Avon Show because he's obviously the most powerful, most dominant character. Even when Blake was there, I think they wanted Blake to be more more center of attention and charismatic than he was. But it was really hard when when Avon kind of took over. Yeah, because it was just it, just like watching like yeah. Even from the beginning, it's the mm-hmm. Avon Show. And then when Gareth left, it was just like officially the Avon show. So plus Avon was the best character anyway. So yes, mm-hmm. followed by Villa. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of Britbox, I've been watching Blackadder on Britbox. That's a good yeah. show. I'm up to Black Hour the Third. I haven't seen these things in ages, so it's good to get back into it. Black Hour the Third might actually be the best one. I like Black Hour the Fourth. Again, I haven't seen it in a while, so that's World coming. War, but... World War One one when they had the, the that last episode. Well, that last yeah, episode. that's Black Hour the Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Or Black Hour goes forth. I think. Goes, yeah, that one's just like yes, no, that's a sad one. Because you know they're all gonna, yeah. 
Yeah. But still, you know, we're I'm I'm Bakatur does still stand up, I think. I just saw the dictionary one, so the jokes in the go in the, the third one is actually pretty like uh the actors, how far away are their nipples? This far away. Oh no. <laughs> They're plotting something. So yeah. That's a good one. With Hugh Laurie as <laughs> the uh the prince. The region. Region. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched a movie that had been it's on my list for a while um, last night in Soho. <clears throat> kind of a Doctor Who related because Matt Smith plays in that movie. Oh, um, he's the bad guy. Supposedly. Spoilers. <laughs> well, it's kind of obvious from the trailer. Well, yep. I haven't seen the trailer, though. So, oh. so um, uh, is it worth seeing? It, it's really clever. It, oh. It's kind of like this woman who's almost dream walking into the past and it is it dreams or is she experiencing something real or whatever and it it, kind of goes in a direction that you don't expect or anything like that but it's pretty neat because it's really well shot because like she's living the life of this actress or this other woman and and Matt Smith's kind of a a jerk character or whatever, but it's it's really well acted and there's some really good technical aspects of it. And it it does it's a little different than what you normally see in a movie. It's not you know straightforward, you know. So it's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would definitely recommend it. It was you know good. So okay, well let's uh, let's go to. Let's go visit the face of evil. Uh, um, it's okay, now, one. It's <laughs> yeah. I, I when I went into this, I, I I've been on a Tom Baker Renaissance lately. I have enjoyed his episodes greatly. I have been thinking about his episodes a lot. These are the episodes that I quote unquote grew up on, even though I was yeah. mm-hmm. older. This would have been one that I watched over and over and over again. Yeah, because 57 in Springfield kept showing Tom Baker over and over and over. Same with 24 in Hartford. Yeah. Same with PBS in in Boston. Yeah. And even before that, Channel 9 down in New York had these. these This is one of those couple seasons that they had that they aired over and over again. And so, um, so I went into this remembering a lot of good stuff about it. And I remember, and then while watching it, I found a lot of that good stuff. And I said, there's a lot of good stuff in this episode. Yes. But compared to Terror of the Zygons, compared to Robots of Death, compared to a lot of these other Doctor Who episodes, it just isn't quite there. It might be a better John Pertwee episode, but for some reason, it's just not a better Tom Baker episode. Do you think it's the weakest Story of the Hinchcliffe era. Um, I would have to look at the list of Doctor Who episodes and see. See, I think I like this a lot more than you guys did. I hadn't seen it in a while. It introduced one of my favorite characters, Leela. Um, I don't think. I'll, I mean, to be honest, not everything can be robots of death. You know, yeah. Well, we yeah. can't have every hit everything out of the park, yeah. but I think this does stand up as a good episode, good series, a good episode. Yeah. When did Hinchcliffe start season? Robot. Oh, okay. So, um, 
No, no, no. I, I uh, there, there's, there's a. I, I don't know if I. I think Revenge of the Sidemen's not as good as this. Um, I think. But I enjoy that one more. Even the Android Invasion, I don't know. Well, that's a close one with an Android Invasion. I, I no longer like Brain and Morbius because of the stupid thing that's connected to the Timeless Child. So that, uh, you know, oh, that episode's God, been ruined yeah, for that, that, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's... We won't talk of that. No, that's, we won't. Let's man. move on. <laughs> this was written by... Speaking of Blake Seven, this was written by Chris Boucher or Boucher, who did a lot, wrote a lot of the Blake Seven and was the script editor, too. I don't. Th- I don't think. I think I'm misunderstanding or misinterpreting. The face of evil is not bad. I mean, I, I look in the season that it came out, and it certainly Talons of Wayne Cheyenne, Robots of Death, Deadly Assassin, Hand of Fear. You know, those are a lot better. It than probably this. is the weakest story of that of that season. season. Yeah, but it's yeah, still, I'll give you that. It's still pretty good. And yeah. when you get into later Tom Baker episodes, it starts to f- look a lot better. <laughs> Some yeah, like when you get to uh, you get, when you start getting to uh, what the stunmakers. I, I my favorite part about my favorite element about this is, and this is something that's happened in sci-fi a lot, is when you have a group of people that have been crashed on a planet or whatever, and they it's been so many years that you have this primitive group that are you that are praising the technology or whatever so they have they're using this space glove for a hat and they have the Mm -hmm. the a dangerous device that they're praying to and stuff like that so i i love that i i I love that type of stuff all the time so i think they did a really good job of that i thought the design for this series i I always laugh when he puts that hat the hand hat yeah yeah (laughs) yes Um, i was like that's a guy who had that that glove had a very big hand. <laughs> well, it's got to be inflated like, and stuff. Like, yeah, it's like a glove for outer space. It's like a space. Yeah, I know, but even still, it's pretty big. Um, but I love the design of it. I love how it looked like they were living in huts, but they had technology surrounding them. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't, the design of the, when they went inside with the Tesh, that wasn't. The uh, Tesh costumes weren't the Tesh costumes were just, okay. they should be like there should be something for some pantomime. Yeah. It's Christmas time pantomime thing costumes. I'm just like, what the heck is that? <laughs> but um, I think the 17 costumes were very good. The way, like you yeah, said, the way yeah. they incorporated the technology, I thought that was very believable. I like the design of the costumes. I also like the design of the alien planet, which didn't really stand out to me before. But to me, this looks like an alien planet. It's not your typical, you know. Backyard. I, I like, it's not your. It's not your. T- they have the the whole vegetation hanging down, so I it like looks the, alien. The creatures too. The, the rubber hordas. <laughs> oh yeah, they the, actually uh, weren't that bad. The the um. I guess they were thinking originally of filming on location, but they decided because they did such a good job with some the other set? one or, that they decided just to do it the set. I think that's a good choice. I think it was mm-hmm. really well, really well done. I think. Some of the Tom Baker eras, like I think Planet of Evil does a pretty good job with it and this stuff like that. And some don't, but but this one I thought was really good. I it's thought, not your typical gravel pit. It's not your typical, yeah, you know, just exactly. Martin Senior or something. They actually worked at this to make the different vegetation. Yeah. And that really stood out to me this time. It really it transported you in a way that you don't see and, in other episodes. And you mentioned the costume design. Um, 
obviously Leela's costumes the best design costume yes. of Doctor Who yep. history. Sure it is. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I respectfully like, disagree on that, but oh, okay. okay. Well, you just said you like the costume design for the Seventeen, so it's like, yeah, I, we agree. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> I like the stuff that Neva wore, that outfit that was hanging in the control oh, okay. room and stuff. I don't. I think understand I, why you. I understand why yeah, you like okay. Leela's outfit, but. I don't At least think Jameson ever... always said a story, and she says this at conventions, where she first started, she got on stage, or or on the set, and the lighting guy says, "I'm not, I won't mind lighting that." She turns around and she tells him to f off, yeah. and Good right then and there, she got all the respect of all the because this is when she first started, like when the mm-hmm. respect of all the other you know actors on on the on the set. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Leela a lot. She's in some of my favorite episodes. And I like the idea that she's at a different level than the Doctor. and mm-hmm. But she's intelligent. So it's not like she's just completely stupid. She's a little bit like Jamie McCrimmon in, in that she has less in t- um, knowledge about stuff, but can but can figure it out pretty quickly. And has that, like, almost like the she's acting like the audience, like the doctor just said something that made no sense. And she kind of like agrees and says, that doesn't make any sense, doctor. It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. But so I think that adds, you know, I don't know if she's, you know, she's not my favorite fourth doctor companion because obviously um, Sarah Jane. Jane. Yeah. But she, this might be my second favorite, but. um, I I like how she definitely, uh, we all know who our worst fourth doctor companion is. Let's not go with the worst. Let's focus on this episode. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Adric? Yes. Okay. He okay. wasn't in it that much. Well, getting back to Leela, yeah. I liked that she operates differently than the doctor, and he's trying to bring her around. She's always killing people. He's trying mm-hmm. to get her away from that. She's always going by her instinct, but she is thinking a bit. Um, but she just approaches the world a different way than the doctor. I think that we, later on in the series, we see her grow as a character. Yeah. I mean, she has the uh uh Janus Thorns and does she bring those with her or something and she or does. she's she does know. because she used it in uh Towns Wayne Chang where the yeah the Oriental guy was had was gonna kill the doctor and all of a sudden he's like mm-hmm. and to a degree I, I was just thinking as parallel um Ace is a little bit like this where it's like don't bring Janus Thorns don't bring the Nitro Nine it's like you know give me some of that Nitro Nine you're not carrying you know it's just yes. like the same mentality where a companion is just like the companion is going to do what they're going to do. And the doctor, you know, tries their best to kind of say, stop killing people. And, and Lila's like, well, he was trying to kill you, you know, or something, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, a, a really good co- companion overall, you know, certainly. Um, I, it took me until yes, when I was watching this episode the other day to notice that David Garfield, who plays Neva is the same guy who was that like soldier in the war games with the monocle. I, I oh, didn't really, up, I, yeah, I didn't pick yeah. up on the fact that there was the same actor. Oh, well, you didn't okay. have a Southern accent this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really liked his per- performance in this, in this yeah. story. He, he was, was he really stood out to me. He was committed to the role. You could believe that this guy was a priest and would really believed in the, the God and everything. Yeah. Um, he was very good casting, I felt, in that. 
Um, Leslie Schofield, who was one of the um, SEVA team, he was also in War Games, too. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Now, the beginning, I like the beginning. It's been a while since I've seen this episode, but the Doctor is companionless. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen too often. I mean, it happens once in a while. I mean, you know, well, it happened the episode before. Well, okay, but but I mean, you, you know, at the beginning of it, well, more okay, or less, he's yeah, I, I know, companionless. Yeah, yeah, and he comes out and he starts talking to himself, and he's then he talks to us. He's actually looking at the camera, and I almost wonder was that by design that they were almost trying to get people to think that they were the companion of the doctor for a short period of time it wasn't like he's looking he's not really looking at someone he's just kind of like you know how you are when you're alone and you're talking to yourself and you're in the mental institution and you just say hey no but i mean he's looking at the camera and i thought that was kind of clever because it felt like he was bringing us into the story and, and talking to us and i wonder how many kids were like answering Tom Baker's questions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Was... He, he, he already did that. I mean, he was like talking right to the screen. Yeah, we don't so. see that a lot. And that stood out to me as well. And we don't really see the doctor talking to himself a lot to begin with. This is kind of the longest we've seen him do that. But basically, he had to do that because we didn't have a commander to talk to. Yeah. So. yeah. And, and you could take it as the doctor is lonely. And when the doctor doesn't have a companion for a period of time, he does tend to rattle on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if I remember correctly, maybe this is wrong. I, I don't think Tom Baker wanted a companion at one point. He was like, I, oh, can't we just do it by myself? You know, because he wanted to be the center of attention. But that would have been boring by mm-hmm. all stretch of imagination. I think if any, you know, he needed to have someone to springboard stuff off of. But <clears throat> you need someone, if nothing else, you need someone to go, hey, doctor, what's that? And have him give the answer. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um. I don't think, I think the doctor, I think Tom Baker was pretty good in this episode. Um, he was very kind of goofy at times. Don't, you know, tread carefully and he instantly falls over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it worked really well. Um, it wasn't Nightmare on Eden. It's goofy. Oh, it was, you know. It's, it's yes. the beginning of. Yeah, well, maybe. Not, not till next season. Next season. Yeah. Um, the Zoyan and voice that we voices that we hear are number Palam Salem, Palam Salem, who was originally up for the role of Leela, and that would have been interesting. She didn't get it, but she ended up being a guest star in Robots of Death. Next story. Next story, and uh, she did one of the voices, and then there was a kid, uh, someone. Yeah, she's the kid was like a um, a student for someone, someone's whatever set you know someone on set or whatever and Mm -hmm. um they came in and recorded the voice i thought that was kind of interesting um so i i thought this episode dragged uh i felt like after the first and i thought the first episode was pretty good especially the cliffhanger where he looks up and he sees the um i think the first cliffhanger was seeing himself in the stone on the mountainside I thought that was really good. That was a good mm-hmm. cliffhanger. It's like, oh my God, who would have expected that? Even though we knew that he must have been there before. I actually like that model. That they did that model pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then I feel like after that, it was just back and forth, back and forth. There was some good stuff in it. I love the crossbow scene where the doctors. That was good. 
Yeah, it was Eddie, good. Eddie, mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was pretty good. And William Tell taught, taught me how to shoot. <laughs> um, you know, I thought the design, the gun designs were pretty good. I thought the design of his whole story was really good. But at that point, it almost was kind. Of, it got boring, especially once they got to the Tesh and they're running around the the the. I thought it was it was not as good as it could have been, and it started becoming a run around, shoot, yeah. shoot, run away, run, run, and yeah. Um. Well, they had to give the doctor time to do what he needed to do and talk to Zoanna and stuff. So yeah. they had to give the rest of the cast something else to do while he was doing that. So that yeah. didn't bother me as much as it seemed to bother you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, they could have just had them all knocked out or something like they did in the Hartnell era. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um there's two scenes I really love in this. I love the scene where the guy slaps Leela and the doctor goes, Who is that man? And which man? And he, he takes the stick and there's a, one of those thing creatures on it and oh, throws and it the, to the, the guy and lands on his yeah. yeah, that was funny. It'll uh, eat your flesh in seconds. <laughs> I also like the um probably one of my favorite cliffhangers is the Who am I? Who am I? Because it just yes. was so creepy. The voice. And, and then you have his face as a computer like, image around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was really good. But um, I thought the whole story was interesting because we're seeing the doctor, seeing the consequences of his actions. And we don't really see that yes. a lot. Even though we didn't see the initial story where he came to this planet and tried to help. Well, yeah. I, I just thought it was interesting to see that something the doctor did didn't work out and comes back to haunt him. Because we don't see that very often. Yes, we don't. And when we do right. see it, it's horrible, like Time Lash. Uh, time Lash was the same thing, right? You know, he was that's true. I forgot about Time Lash. Yeah. And that was not a good, you know. So that was really, you're right about that. That I love well, that idea of, that he screwed up and that yeah. he did something and he thought he fixed something and he messed up. And A lot of people think when he left in Robot and then came back, that was when he went there, screwed it up, and then came back. Yeah, I, I mean, continuity is is difficult, and and when we get to our next story, it's it's really doesn't make any sense. But um, doesn't have to. It's science fiction. Well, okay, but you you do need to have <laughs> continuity. Here we are. He's already supporting um, uh, the five doctors. But um, no, I, I love I love the concept, like you said, Annie, about the. Um, the doctor's mistake and, and he kind of like is discovering it and he only, he forgot about it. He kind of like, Oh yeah. You know, uh, that was really good. And I thought, you know, I'm not bashing this episode, but I thought it was really good. I thought the design was really good. I thought the acting was really good. Um, I just thought, I don't know if it's the director's fault. The director was, um, Pennant Roberts. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else he did, but, um, let me see here. I don't know if I can get to that without. He did Blake Seven and at least three Doctor Who's. Yeah. So... Well, let me look at the. Uh, I forgot what episode we're even doing. Pennant Roberts. Shada is one of them. Mm-hmm. Or would have been one of them. The, yeah. The great unseen Shada. Mm. I don't know. I mean, you know, it wasn't. I don't. I don't say this is bad at all. I, I I did enjoy watching it. It's been a while since I've seen it, and um, it was interesting because. Well, I'm not gonna say that. Um, yeah, it, it just uh, compared to some of the other ones, maybe it it just doesn't hold up as well. But um, 
but I did I did quite enjoy it. And Leela has some really good episodes, and there's some that aren't as good. But I think she was really good in this, and I think she was really good in Talon's when she in as well. But um, this is this, a very good introduction for the character. Yeah, it is. Yes, it and is. I, th I think she. This is one of her. I don't know. This is one of her better ones in terms of uh, because she is she plays that part. I don't know why they would, would they have left the doctor lying there on the floor for two days after he got knocked out? Seemed kind of odd. <laughs> How long have it been out? Two days. Okay. Well, why'd you leave me on the floor then? But, um, at the end, but I, I thought, I thought it was pretty good overall. And, um, yeah. Anything else about this one? I was going to say, we saw Leela more of his leader in this episode because she knew more than the Doctor did at points. And we don't usually see her knowing more than the Doctor in the yeah. episodes. Because yeah. it's her planet, yeah, and it's her home. Yeah. yeah. She's taken out of her, her um, comfort zone. I, I like the last scene. Don't touch that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, they, they even, you say leader, they actually to think make about making her a leader at the end. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm out of here, you know. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. That was a smart choice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, kind of. But, uh, um, yeah. Um, well, later on a Big Finish, doesn't she become president of Gallifrey or something? I don't know. I haven't heard those stories, so. I know where Amana is. All right, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, she gets I know she. I know she gets left on Gallifrey, or yeah. at least chooses to stay on Gallifrey. I know she has a story about the, her in the Time War. Oh, okay. And, and later on, she wears that um, weird outfit in Dimensions of Time. That was bizarre. <laughs> yes, it sure was. I, I'm like, what the heck? Anyways. Uh, yeah, that's another podcast. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, we should oh, yeah. review that one. Well, just we watched. Listen. We watched all three of us watched that recently, and I'm like, as just as we were watching, I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> I don't want. To watch it. Yeah, I was, I was mainly there in the crowd when that was on, was just to see the people's reaction if someone hadn't seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, anything else about this one? Nope. I think that's it. Thanks for listening.